Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. Well, let's call it Unflappable Friday. Pundits want to spin narratives while disrespecting the facts. No need to worry. Tilt's got your back. It's your boy OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in lamest terms. We got a problem, y'all. The game ain't about the game. Hypocrisy reigns supreme. It's hard not to complain. It is what it is. I'm here to pull you through. Just open up your ears and let the real come through. Show me what you got. Unflappable Friday. What's happening? Let's go. All right, all right. Let's jump right into it. I got a lot to say today. We're going to start off with uh, our boy Shannon Sharp's farewell on Undisputed. Undisputed is no more. I don't know who they're going to get to replace them, but the the candidates are not looking good. Uh, it, like I said, these last couple months, it's been pretty much unbearable to watch. I'm glad they, they ended it. And I just want to tell Shannon, I mean, you can thank Skip Bayless for giving you the opportunity and spotting your talent. But, man, get off your hands and knees thanking this guy for, for what you did. That was your talent that put you over the top, that made you the mainstay of the show, man. Cut all that out. You don't owe that man nothing. Uh, him and his jealous, beholden, egomaniac self. Man, forget that. Good job, Shannon. Other than your LeBron, LeBron bias, you did a good job. Uh, good luck to you on your next gig. Moving on. John Morant, the, the hammer finally came down. The commissioner came down with 25 games. No pay, which amounts to around $7.6 I didn't think they were going to suspend him until the All-Star game because the NBA has to get their return on the money. So they weren't going to put Memphis in a hole all the way. So look for them to be 6-7 for 8 seed in the playoffs. Ja, grow up. Uh, we're going to go to congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, the newly crowned NBA champs. They had a parade yesterday. They did their thing. My hat's off to them. Uh, we'll talk about them later in the show. Michael Jordan, the great one, the GOAT, is no longer my majority owner of the Charlotte Hornets. He bought the team for 275 mil, sold it for a cool $3 billion. The 13-year run is over. Who's next? And, and why didn't it work? Mike's never been the executive guy, even in, even in Chicago when he wanted certain players. They were like, no, no, no. That should have been a precursor. So it didn't work out. Good luck to MJ and his future endeavors. Also, Mike Dunleavy, another dookie, uh, ushered in as the new Warriors GM. Man, man, man. This is not good for the franchise. Uh, the owner of the Golden State Warriors, letting Bob Myers walk was the dumbest thing you ever did. Now you're going to let your sons and his college buddies uh, try to resurrect the team the duke way doesn't translate to the pros i mean even dunleavy he played in the pros his dad was a pro he got all the basketball knowledge you need but i don't see it happening but we'll see how it works out bradley bill saga continues will he stay or will he go bradley has a no trade clause so they're trying to work out a deal to go where he wants to go Bradley needs to stay healthy first. No matter where he goes. It could be a good fit and you're thinking, oh man, they're going to do major damage. Bradley played only 50 games last year. 
He hasn't played over 60 games in the last three years. So, uh, buyer beware. That's all I'm saying. You got BG Brittany Griner had a hip injury. Uh, there was no info provided on how bad it is. So, shout out to Brittany. Get well soon. Uh, then we had uh, number one pick, Aaliyah Boston, a couple of days ago, had her breakout game. She was the first rookie to lead a team in points, rebounds, and assists. Her line went 23 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. Shout out to them South Carolina girls because Aja Wilson is also tearing up the league. Also in the WNBA, Crystal Dangerfield, she returned to the Dallas Wings. The 2020 Rookie of the Year is back, and that means the exit of standout Odyssey Sims. Odyssey, former Baylor Bear, she made that uh, those runs in Waco with uh, Brittany Griner. Uh, wish you luck. She's part of the Baylor family. I wish you well. Then on some somber news, Ray Lewis' son, Ray Lewis III, passed away sometime yesterday, 28 years old. He played at Miami like his dad. There are no details or information released, so we don't really know what happened. Condolences to the Lewis family. Man, that's way too early to go. So condolences to them. Yesterday, also, the Chiefs, on a brighter note, the Chiefs received their Super Bowl rings. And a holdout defensive uh, tackle, Clark, returned back to camp. Uh, he's on the last year of his deal. So, evidently, they had some talks going, and they got some things squared away. So, he's back in camp. The Stephon Diggs saga seems to be over. Steph, Steph uh, left camp on the first day. He's back. You know, what was going on? Man, Steph, this crybaby stuff's got to stop. I mean, what reason would you have not not to come to practice? You're one of the highest played wide receivers. You're somewhere where they throw the ball. You got your way out of Minnesota. We don't want the problems in Dallas. We got enough with your brother. But the, the saga seems to be over with. And uh, good luck to him. He's from the DMV, so nothing but love. DeAndre Hopkins finally visited the Patriots. When I reported last week, I thought he was in New England, but he was not. He just left there yesterday. They let they let him leave the building, so there's no news. Uh, I, I would like to have been a fly on the wall when they had to meet with him and O'Brien. O'Brien being his former coach uh, here in uh, Houston. Uh, like I said, the, the situation, even neither of the situations he got facing him is really good. You got... The one with the Patriots, Mac Jones is not a franchise guy. And then the Titans, who don't throw the ball nearly as much. Uh, we might have to swallow some pride and holler at Pittsburgh or Cleveland. You know where your boy DW4 at. Okay. Then we got Ravens running back, Dobbins, uh, the ex-Ohio State start. His contract woes. Dobbins has been hurt the last couple of years. I'm sure he's frustrated. But, of course, they're going to bring up the injuries. So, Hopefully, they'll work it out. Uh, moving on. Speaking of contracts, I've been waiting for this all year. The Joe Burrow and uh, uh, my man down in uh, San Diego, Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow's contract now undisclosed. They're not saying how much it is for how long it is. Why do you think that is? It's food for thought. And then Justin Herbert wants to reset the market. Ian's not shy about saying it. Why is that? All I'm saying when the former MVP was up for his contract, he was vilified. 
But these guys, everybody's happy. Everybody's standing in line clapping. But the former MVP got vilified. But sports is not black and white. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. D'Amico Ryans decides to make the number two pick, C.J. Stroud, go up against Davis Mills for the number one job to have a quarterback, quote-unquote quarterback competition. D'Amico, why? I mean, you drafted C.J. number two. You didn't draft him number two to sit behind Davis Mills. Davis Mills has shown he's not the guy. He's not even close to the guy. And reports are that he has an attitude with C.J. Stroud not really, really willing to help him. And I understand that competition is competition. You're not trying to give the guy the upper hand on you. But dig this. He's the number two pick. Your reluctance means nothing. He's going to start at some point. So why not help the man? But hey, your attitude just shows you weren't what the franchise needed anyway. Do you think, CJ? Moving on. Defensive coordinator Van Joseph is back in Denver. Uh, no, excuse me. He was the former head coach. He was the he had a stint as a DC before he got the head coaching job, but now he's back again as a DC. Tough pill to swallow. He's a good coach. I don't really think he got the chance he deserved when he was the head coach. He was better than the last bum they had. We're not gonna say any names, but uh, tough pill to swallow. Maybe he figured out he's just a coordinator, but I think he's a little more than that. Hopefully he'll get another chance, but he's back in Denver as a defensive coordinator. Moving on. Uh, something I forgot to mention, uh, Mike Leach. Mike Leach, former coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders, went as his coach uh, for that program past last December on December 12th from uh, heart condition. He'll be joined, He'll be added to the ring of honor at Texas Tech along with his former quarterback, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, former coach of the, the Arizona Cardinals. Forgot to mention that. Uh, more champions. we got more champions. The NHL. Uh, the Stanley Cup, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup champions this year, 41 over the Florida Panthers. The MVP or the Conn Smythe Trophy went to Jonathan Marchessault. He is your Conn Smythe winner. Congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Moving on, PGA and live golf feud continues. The money against the Blue Bloods. Uh, well, we got the U.S. Open this week. The U.S. Open is under underway. Two guys started out great shooting uh, 62s. You got uh, Ricky Fowler and Xander Schaffel. They both shot 62s on the first day. Uh, something to note, Roy McIlroy, he shot a 65, only three strokes off the lead, but he did not speak to the media. This thing is deep. This is like the Hatfields and the McCoys. We're going to see how this is going to work out. There no, has been no Tiger sightings. Uh, Tigers made no uh, public appearances or uh, speeches since the PGA Live, you know, merger. Uh, will this work out? I see a hostile, hostile takeover in the future, but that's just me. <laughs> Moving on to NBA news. First, first of all. I had one of my friends call me, one of my close mentors called me and told me I owed Joker uh, 
Nikola Djokovic, and I owed him an apology. Not for being goofy, because he is that. But I'm all, I'm a basketball purist, and I'm always on here jumping up and down, talking about the game needs to be played the right way. Well, guess what? Joker plays basketball the right way. He, he does. I have no problem with the way he plays the game. I, I just have a problem with the over-sensitization of how, what they're tra- trying to make him to be. And uh, he does play basketball the right way. He's not be- the best player in the NBA or the world. Stop. Stop right now. Demba is the best team right now. Joker is not the best player. But like I said, I wanted to apologize to him. Can't be mad at him for playing the game like you're supposed to play it. Uh, he's fundamentally sound. And that's all you ever want a basketball player to be is fundamentally sound. The way he goes about his business, no matter how goofy it may be, that's not his problem. And and, and, and I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because, like I said, he plays basketball the right way. Uh, U.S. players are coming. Uh, I mean, the Euro players are coming. The U.S. players need to take notice. The FIBA, the FIBA competition this year for the Olympics is going to be an eye-opener. It's going to be an eye-opener. We are not the favorites. We are not the favorites. And the team they're sending over there, I'm just going to say it like this so you'll understand. They don't do the little things or play unselfish enough to win. But the talent is great. We still might mess around and end up not losing the game. But I don't see it. We will see. Moving on to more NBA. The top 30 free agents out there. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to tell you where they're supposed to be going, where they might go, uh, just in case one of these guys is your guy. I'm not going to really give my opinion on it. I'm just going to tell you what's being said. Let's start at the top. James Harden. It's like, does Philly really want him back? Uh, he hasn't opted out yet or anything. He keeps talking about Houston. And I keep saying, why would Houston want him back to be a poison to the young kids? But stranger things are happening. Those are the two doors that are open right now. Then we have Kyrie Irving, Dallas, or the Lakers. I don't know how that's going to go. I think if he had his choice, it would be the Lakers. I think if he goes to the Lakers, it's going to be a lot of restructuring in his contract. I think Dallas would pretty much give him what he wants, but we'll see. Then you have the big fella, Draymond Green. I think he resides with Golden State. He's too valuable a piece to be out on the free market, even though he's on the downside of his career. If he can get out of his ego and take a team-friendly deal, I think he resigns. I haven't heard about any other suitors. Next, excuse me, we've got Chris Middleton from Milwaukee. Heard the last two years, he's going to opt into his contract, so he resigns. You have Porzingis with the Wizards, automatic, he resigns. You got Fred Van Vliet from Toronto, the front runners on him are the Spurs, and the 76ers where his former coach Nick Nurse is right now. I'm hoping Phoenix gets in the fray, but as of yet, there's been no, no talk about him going to Phoenix. You have Jeremy Grant out in Portland. Word is he resigns out there. You have uh, Austin Reeves, the Laker guard. Word is he resigns with LA. You have Kyle Kuzma with the Wizards. Everybody wants to talk to Kyle, so I, I don't have it, my finger on the post of who's the front runner, but uh, great talent. Little weird. He dresses crazy, but 
he can flat out bowl. I've said he went to college in Utah. I think he'd be a great fit in Utah, but he has bigger aspirations. We're going to see how that works out. Brick Lopez with Milwaukee. He's also going to resign. That, that Milwaukee team is still stacked, even though they lost in the first round. Russell Westbrook. He's got a bunch of money. The Clippers, word is he's going to resign with the Clippers. We have Cam Johnson with Brooklyn. The word is the Pacers are the front runner to sign Cam if he doesn't go back to Brooklyn. I don't think uh, Phoenix has the money to get him back, but we'll see. Uh, Jacob Porto plays for the Toronto. Word is he's the center. He resigns. CP3. Right now, he's in talks with Phoenix about staying. Uh, several teams are interested. We're all still waiting. Then we have uh, Bruce Bowen with Denver. Uh, at the parade, the coach said Bruce Brucey is not going anywhere, so it looks like he re-signs, even though Detroit was the front runner for him. D'Angelo Russell, Los Angeles Lakers. Thoughts are that he re-signs. A couple of bad games. Uh, Lake of Faithful ready to run him out of town, but I don't think Darvin Ham is, so it looks like he re-signs. Nikolai Vucevic from Chicago. Uh, the noise is that he's heading to Dallas. Uh, Dallas's front runner. Jordan Clarkston out in Utah, sixth man of the year. Word is that he re-signs. I thought he would want to move on, maybe start somewhere, but word is he re-signs in Utah. Naz Reed out of Minnesota. Word is he's the front runner to go to the Nets and help out their front line. Where we're down to number 20, Josh Hart with the New York Knicks. Resigns. He's one of Tibbs' guys. We got Rudy Hachimera with the Lakers. Resigns. If they don't, they're crazy. Uh, we got Gary Trent Jr. down in Portland. Uh, seems like he's heading. Orlando's the front runner to sign him. Harrison Barnes with Sacramento. Uh, looks like Memphis is a front runner for him. He may be the vet that uh, Memphis needs to get them over the hump. Still can't hit that corner three. And Gabe Vincent from Miami, uh, the point guard from Miami, undrafted, but right now it seems like he's the front runner uh, to go to Chicago. Moving on, P.J. Washington with Charlotte. Word is that he resigns with the Hornets. And then we got Mr. Christian Woods, formerly of the Mavs. Uh, word is he's headed to Chicago also. And then we have uh, DiVincenzo with the Golden State Warriors. Word is he resigns. I thought he would be out in the free market. He played real well. Thought it would be a lot of teams after him, but apparently not. Uh, Grant Williams from Boston. Word is he's hitting, he may be heading to the Kings. They are the front runners for him. Seth Curry out of Brooklyn. Been hurt these last couple of years. Looks like the front runners to get him is Phoenix. And last but not least, our guy, Dylan Brooks. Formerly of Memphis. Word is the Heat are very interested. So that's your top 30 free agents in the NBA. Now, the NBA draft is next Thursday. I'm going to go ahead and run through the top 10 players <clears throat> and where they should be going. Number one, the number one pick in the draft, everybody's saying it's going to be Victor Wambayama, 
Supposedly he's going to the Spurs. Uh, number two, Scoot Henderson with G Ignite from the G League. He should be headed to Charlotte. Number three, Brandon Miller, the versatile forward from Alabama. Looks like uh, he's he's pegged to go to Portland. Number four, we got Amen Thompson, uh, overtime elite, G League. He's supposed to be going to Houston. Uh, number five, we got Cam Whitmore out of Villanova, supposedly going to Detroit to add to a, 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 their already deep team. Number six, Taylor Hendricks. He's from US, UCF. Uh, forward headed to Orlando. Number seven, Ashur Thompson, also with Overtime Elite. Looks like he's a forward. Looks like he, he's heading to Indiana. Number eight, Anthony Black from Arkansas. He's a guard. Looks like he's going to be the Wizards pick. Number nine, Jareel Walker out of Houston. Looks like he's a forward. Looks like he's going to Utah. And rounding out of the top ten, we have Kason Wallace. Out of Kentucky, looks like uh, he's a guard. Looks like he's uh, headed, slated to go to Dallas. Those are the top ten. Uh, the way they're they've mapped them out so far, there could be some changes, could be some trades, but just the way they have it mapped out as of right now. One thing to, to point out: the ten names I just called, nobody in the top ten is over 21 years old. Got a couple of 20-year-olds, but nobody's over 21. Think about it. The top college player, the top college player went back to college. Uh, Edney, the big center from Purdue, he went back to college. The only, only guy in this top 10 that's ready to play right now is Scoot Henderson. They can say what they want about Victor Wambayama. He's a project. He plays in the French League. He's one of the weakest leagues. Uh, Overseas, he only averages 22 points. He's 7-5. Like he's gonna come in the league, and even though the league is watered down, he's not coming here and just smashing it, smashing it up for 30 points a game. Not happening, especially if he's only averaging 22 in the French league. Ponder that. Uh, no, none of these guys are franchise guys right now. Not saying they can't be, but like I said, the ceiling's high for Scoot Henderson. I think he's probably gonna be the Rookie of the year if the hype machine doesn't get uh, to Wamiyama. So we'll see. We'll see. And that's all I got for basketball. Moving on to the NFL. Not much to report. The camps are uh, open. People getting their reps in. But I'm going to run down the divisions. I'm going to run down what's wrong with your team. We're going to go division by division. I'm just going to tell you the truth as it stands right now. Don't get in your feelings. We're going to start with the AFC West, the Bills. Point blank playing, Josh Allen is not the guy. Moving on to Miami, can Tua stay healthy? That's the big question. And the big talk is they're trying to get Trey Lance out of uh, San Francisco. Get Trey Lance. You need that insurance. I think if Tua stays upright, they're going to be hard to beat but if you got a versatile guy like trey lance even though he doesn't have a lot of experience he got an arm and he can move in the pocket go get him for that insurance patriots mac jones is not a franchise quarterback and i've been telling you that since day one and nobody believed me until they saw him last year and now they know it doesn't matter who you get around him he's not the franchise guy and the jets rounding out the division 
Aaron Rodgers just may be too old. That's just the crux of it. He just may be too old. We go in AFC North, the Ravens. If healthy, Lamar is going to destroy the league. Get ready. The Bengals can't have a slow start. Uh, the greatest Joe Burrow is supposed to be or is going to be. They cannot come out the gate slow this year because the, the, the division is stacked. The Browns, DW4 is for real, and you will see this year. And the Steelers, finally, Pickett is average. You're going to have to get him a lot of help. Maybe he's not quarterback one in Pittsburgh. Then we're going to go AFC South, the Texans. The Texans may actually be good. Not playoff good, but good. The Colts, uh, the new quarterback. Richardson is scary, but not ready. Or is he? We about to find out. The Jags, Sunshine is going to let the sunshine in. And they, the Jags are going to be a problem. No matter how you slice it, they're going to be a problem. And it wouldn't shock me at all if they win the division this year. The Titans finally... Have quarterback questions, and uh, Vrabel simply doesn't want to face the truth. Tannehill is, is past it. He's past it. He doesn't like Malik Willis, and if you think this Levis guy is going to save him, I got some swamp land down here in Houston I can sell you. That's all I'm saying. AFC West, the Broncos, the return of Russell Wilson. There won't be no laughing this year, buddy. You can call him. He can be as corny as he wants. There will be no laughing at Russ this year. He's gonna he's the only gonna fire up the stove, he's gonna fire up the grill. It's going down. That's all I have to say. The, the Chiefs, everybody's banking on Mahomes, and he is that dude, but I think this is the year he falls off. Look at what he has around him this year. I think this is the year he falls off just a little. The Raiders, too much chaos from the coach to the quarterback to the front office. Basically, Nobody there knows knows what they're doing. Train wreck coming down the track. And then we have the Chargers. <laughs> Got the Dallas O offensive coordinator. Kelly Moore is not who you think he is. Or he would have a head coaching job. You will see. NFC East now. Dallas. It's Dak's world. Return of the Dak. Print that. New York Giants. Daniel Jones is not worth 40 mil. This will come out in the wash. And it's really going to come out in the wash if you don't make a deal that makes Saquon Barkley happy. That's all I'm saying. The Eagles lost a lot from coaches to players. It's a wait and see. No doubt they'll be good, but how good remains to be seen. And the commanders, Sam Howell is the real deal, and you're going to find out. Know how many games they're gonna win, if they're going to playoffs or not going to the playoffs, but the quarterback position won't be a problem at, with the commanders for a little while unless Sam gets hurt. Okay, we got NFC North, Chicago. They're glad they didn't trade or move Justin Fields because he's that dude. Now he's got a little, he got, he's got some help this year. We're gonna see how that goes. Detroit, are they really real? We gonna see. The Packers, 
No matter what they say, this kid is in a losing situation. I just want you to remember one thing. Aaron Rodgers didn't make it to the playoffs last year. So what makes you think he's going to make it to the playoffs? But I think he's better than advertised. They, they're all downing them. They didn't down, down Aaron Rodgers like this when he got the starting job. From the times I've seen him play, he's been setting for three and a half years. I think the kid's ready. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, until he just simply falls flat on his face, stop with all the naysaying, get his kid a shot. Good luck, Jordan Love. And the Vikings, they let the top running back go. So nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. All I know is the coach is on the hot seat, and they better start fast. NFC South, the Falcons. Can the Ritter lead? He did a good job when he was in Cincinnati, but can he lead a franchise? He's got all the intangibles. We're going to see. But, but John Robinson is ready to go day one. That's my rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. The Panthers, Bryce Young is the truth. They're going to find out. Don't be surprised if they win the division this year. They, they have the team to actually do it. The Saints, only thing I can tell you about the Saints, the coach getting fired. Point blank, period. Tampa Bay, they're waiting on the next draft. Moving on to the NFC West. The Cardinals, the Cardinals no collar next year. Uh, the Rams, they're retooling. But don't tell Sean McVay that, but they are retooling. Uh, they lost a lot of pieces, so we're going to see how that goes. The 49ers, no QB, no Super Bowl. Shanahan's ego is going to get in the way like it always gets in the way. And finally, in Seattle, it's all on Geno. There'll be no rust motivation this year. It's all on you, guy. All those little press conferences and those little jabs you were taking last year. No room for that this year, buddy. It's all on you and your coach. Good luck with that. Moving on to Major League Baseball. Start off with some stuff I had to get off my chest. Shohei Otani probably the best player in the league right now. He leads the majors in home runs. He's also one of the top pitchers in the league. So, when is he getting drug tested? Because this was a brother. He'd have been tested 10 times over already. Why is it that when somebody outside of the country comes in and does great things, there's no testing? Brother hits two home runs in a game, he's getting drug tested. That's all I'm saying. I need to see the drug test. And Louis Arizza from uh, the Miami, Miami Marlins is quest for 400. He's currently hitting 378. Fell off just a little, but uh, I'm sure he'll get back on the horse. It was nice while it lasted, but let's see if he can get that average up by next week. But we're going to run down the divisions real quick. American League East is still Tampa Bay on top. Five games over the Orioles. The, Gi the Yankees are in a free fall. They're nine and a half games back. Still no Aaron Judge. The AL Central, Minnesota, two and a half games. Uh, Cleveland's two and a half games back of Minnesota. The AL West, Texas still on top. Three and a half games over the Astros. Now we're going to go to the NL. In the NL East, Atlanta's five games up on the Marlins. The NL Central, Pittsburgh finally grabbed the top spot. They'll have a game up on the Brewers with the Reds only a game back. 
And in the NOS, Arizona's overtaking the Dodgers. They're up by two and a half games, two two games over the Dodgers. That's it for baseball and boxing. We got the Spence Crawford fight coming up on July 29th. Can't wait. The press conferences are going on. These guys are hilarious. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a good fight. I wanted to go 12. That's how good of a fight I think it's going to be. We'll see. Uh, follow the promotion. Those guys are hilarious. Anyway, T.O. 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 didn't learn a damn thing from his fall from grace at 135. He just won the belts at 140 from Josh Taylor. And he's back on the BS. Talking about he's retiring again. And it's going to cost boxing $100 million to get him to come back. Newsflash. T.O., they not paying you one mil to come back. Man, you, you got the bull by the horns right now, and you're messing, up, messing it up again. That ego of yours is something else. Something else. And you hey, clean up your division first, then, because you don't, why you left 135? Because you know you couldn't handle those other guys. You didn't fight Haney after you won the belts, because you know you knew what was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. You ain't fight Tank, because you knew what was going to happen. Now you're at 140 on top of the world, acting like a clown yet again. Come on, T.O. History repeats itself. History repeats itself. You need to look in the mirror and figure it out. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead and get out of here on this Friday. But first, I've got a couple shout-outs. Shout-out to my little cousin, Harmony Jones. She's at Nationals for the Long Jump. Go get them, kid. Like I said, she plays everything. She's going to be the eminent power at James Monroe High School in Fredericksburg. She's going to be the eminent power in basketball for the next three years. She is a freshman, y'all. She is a freshman. Freshman at Nationals for the long jump. And the basketball power. And the volleyball power. Check her out. Shout out to my man Kalansky Press for sticking up for his man Tank Davis, even though Shakur Stevens and Devin Haney gonna beat him up. But man, he's down for his, his his man West Baltimore stand up, and I can't be mad at him. Also, shout out to his son Gabe, who's the ultimate LeBron fan. It's not gonna be pretty these next two years, Gabe. Go ahead and burn your jersey now. <laughs> okay. Shout out to my cousin Law Dog. I still want my crossbow. That's all I'm saying, man. Just hook your boy up with one. I don't need no flaming arrows or nothing. Just hook me up with one. And shout out to all the fathers this weekend. Uh, this is my first Father's Day without without my old man. Uh, if you still have yours, appreciate him because one day he could be gone. It's not a good feeling. I'm a soldier through it. Uh, but like I said, treat them right this Sunday. It's your boy OG, and I'm open. U T.